Welcome to another episode of the Making It Last Forever Christian Marriage and Relationship Podcast. I am your host, Chrysler Diva. Hi, you guys. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's Yvonne. The host with the most is on the line. So happy to have you here, Yvonne. <laughs> How's yes, it going? It's been a girl. The technology <laughs> today is good but bad at the same time. Let me tell you, trying to get connected with them today has been crazy. But we're here. Praise we are Lord. here. Praise, Praise the Lord. Lord. We are here. And we are so happy to be here to continue our series on dating versus courting. Is there a difference? We are now on part number three. So in part number two, we talked about uh, Yvonne and I, some questions that you should ask uh, either during your dating stage or during your courting stage to determine if you need to further pursue this relationship with the the guy that you're um, you're drawing interest in. Some of the questions were really heavy and we went um, real deep in discussing why it's important to ask those questions. And the feedback that I have heard so far, Yvonne, about uh, part two has been um, very positive. Uh, things that uh, people wish that are older, uh, you know, and have been kind of around the way, <laughs> been through yeah. some things, you know, so the, some of the things that we talked about based on the fake feedback that I heard, these people wish they would have known, you know, yeah. during certain years uh, of their life when they were really uh, just entertaining things that now as they're older, they wouldn't have entertained, especially after right. hearing some of the questions that, that we discussed. So, I and I feel entertained if I knew better. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say that. I feel that though. I feel that. Cause I, I left, you know, our, our last episode, feeling the same way, like, you know, goodness, you know what I'm saying, Lord, I know your word says all things work together for the good of those who love you and that are called according to your purpose. But, you know, man, you, I, I wish I could have saved myself some heartache, you know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of wasting time to be truthful. Um, yeah. If I would have just had the wisdom to, to ask these questions back then, but um, praise God for the journey and for the, the wisdom and that the we grace. Have. Yes, and the wisdom that we have gathered along the way, because now we can truly, you know, share our our wisdom and our experiences to help, you know, other women who are our age as well, um, but that are looking for or waiting for their uh, their person that was created for them. That's the way I like to say it, Yvonne. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just so now we can give that wisdom to to the to these women also coming up. Yeah, you know looking to, um, you know, uh, have um, fruitful relationships, romantic relationships, um, mm-hmm. we can now help them do that. So I praise yeah. God for the journey. Because I know in the 40s, look, I'm 41, like, and I know women in, you know, my age range, they're not looking to play games. Um, they're looking for something deep. They went through things in their life, you know, probably probably some bozos they wish they hadn't but they've also through those bozos like us you know learned the wisdom along the journey so now they know what they want and they're not going to settle for anything less this time around so Mm -hmm. um yeah and when you get to a certain age I think that you know what you want it's just like you have to know how to look for it 
And also, you know, lean into God's guidance for those too. You know, like I said, you know what the red flags are. You've been there. And what do we say um, prior? It's like you've been, uh, the face might have changed, but you're basically dating the same guy. So you need yep. to change something about yourself because you're attracting the same person. His face is different, but the characteristics and the personalities are the same. Um, so, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And Yvonne, we also have been talking about, uh, you know, not dating aimlessly and dating with purpose. Dating on purpose, yep. Because yeah. I believe a lot of women find themselves in that situation where, you know, as you said, they're essentially dating the same guy with a different face and a different mm-hmm. name um, because they are, they know what they want. Like they know what the end goal is for them. They want marriage. Mm-hmm. They want a committed relationship. They want, you mm-hmm. know, a family. They want, you know, love, genuine love mm-hmm. uh, and not just that surface stuff that we call love today. Mm-hmm. But they're not really, they don't know how to get granular on how to identify that person that they're truly looking for. And so like in the last episodes, we talked about looking beyond the, you know, the the tall, dark, handsome, light skin, whatever your, your, your cup of tea is, you know, how to look beyond that and begin to dig into who this person is at, in, at the core. And so we started going over those, you know, spiritual life questions that should be asked either at the dating stage or at the courting stage. And that's where we're going to continue on today is what spiritual life questions should you ask a man that you're interested in, you know, pursuing to ensure that he has a solid foundation. Now, again, I hate to, you know, remind the audience, but in case you're new and you haven't heard any of our last previous Mm -hmm. episodes, let me remind you that this is a Christian podcast. So we are speaking to Christian women and men who may be tapping in Mm -hmm. um, about relationships and marriages and how to do them God's way. So if you're not interested in doing it God's way, this podcast isn't for you. But for those that are Christian and they want to do it God's way because they understand God's way is the lasting way. Mm-hmm. we're going to continue to go into these spiritual life questions that you want, you want to ask a man that you're, you know, serious about pursuing or, you know, trying to determine if you should be serious about pursuing because you should be dating and looking for a Christian husband. You should not be looking for a man that um, has other religious beliefs and you want mm-hmm. to maybe convert him or think you're going to convert him. No. Don't try that because you're going yeah. to be disappointed. If the man is solid in his beliefs or set in his ways, he's right. not going to convert to anything other than what he always already is. Even if, you know, he quote unquote loves you. It's mm-hmm. just not going to happen. A right. man, even beyond religious beliefs, and we're going to get into the natural questions, you know, during the next episode, but even in the natural a man is he we know looking back Yvonne going back to the beginning of the time you know women that think that they can have babies to keep a man you know change a man mm-hmm. do these things it has never worked yeah, never worked pressure ladies. a man into marriage it's not going to work that it's just because you pressure a man into marriage and he gives you said marriage he did that for you he didn't do that for himself so that marriage that you have in your mind that you think you're about to have with said man is not going to be what it looks like because God didn't put that together. You did. Yeah. And and I, I think about K. Michelle's song, you can't change a man. He's already grown. What you going to do? You know, it, you can't. He's he got to want to change. change. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's got to want to change. And so. Amen. That's a word. He has to yes, want to change. Yes. So by asking these spiritual questions, you are now just um, 
protecting yourself, I'd like to say, Yvonne, or at least mm-hmm. trying to take the necessary steps to protect yourself right. from unnecessary heartache right? by learning in the initial stages of your dating um, mm-hmm. versus court, or dating versus courting, either yeah. your dating or courting stage, if this is somebody that you should marry. Yeah. And, so, and let's be clear. I just want to touch on, let's be clear. We're not even saying that you won't have hard times. You will. Every relationship will, especially if it's something worth uh, having and sustaining. You will on occasion bump heads, you know, because you're doing life together and in the end goal, you know, what you do from dating according to marriage and things like that. Um, because you're doing life with, you know, your person. It's not always, you're not always going to agree with on, on everything in life all the time. There's give and take and compromising and things like that. But at least you know the core values on which your relationship stands. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what we're getting to, the core yep. values of where your relationship stands. So when you do come to the season where, you know, that season is tough for you, you're turning to the father, you know what I mean? To ask for both of y'all or turning to the father to ask for guidance. You guys are holding each other up in prayer. You know, you're having, um, you know, your church back behind you when you need like spiritual guidance and counseling, you know, when you're going through your relationships, you'll have a whole nother source helping you besides the secular world of what some of these relationships go through. And that's what sustainability is. So um, just know we're not saying if you follow these exactly the way that we say you're going to have an absolutely perfect dating life, courting life, things like that. Absolutely not. But your outcome will be different. Absolutely. And Yvonne, I love how you I, I love how you always send the disclaimers because that, that's important. though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's important to know that every relationship is going to have problems. Every mm-hmm. relationship, ladies, doesn't yeah. matter if he's a Christian man, if you're a Christian woman, you have Christian children, your dog's a Christian, don't matter. You're mm-hmm. going to have problems. That's just like, however, like Yvonne just said, this is about getting to the core values of a person. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. Yvonne, I believe is a huge misstep in today's society, in today's culture. We're so focused at, at focused on looking at things at a surface level mm-hmm. that no one's taking the time to really get to know the the, the true core yeah. of a person who values? is that person mm-hmm. who is that person at their core what are their values do we even care about values anymore as is, a christian is he a liar woman, like you know what yeah. i mean as a Christian woman, as a woman, these things should be important to you. Absolutely. But as a Mm -hmm. Christian woman, these things should definitely be important to you because again, you don't want to be the one to tear down your own household. Mm -hmm. The word says a wise woman builds her household, Mm -hmm. but a foolish woman tears her house down with her own hands by pursuing the wrong man. And especially as Yvonne said, the red flags are there, but you steadily pursue this man, despite Mm -hmm. seeing these red flags in a sense, you are tearing down your own house with your own hands. Mm -hmm. So uh, take what we're saying to heart, pray on it, ask the Lord to show you, you know, what is it that we're sharing that you really need to apply to your life? Because maybe everything we're sharing doesn't apply to, you know, you completely, mm-hmm. but I guarantee there's a lot of what we're sharing that does. Right. So we're going to go ahead and swing it to this thing. Um, I believe in the last episode, we left off in asking um, or posing this question to ask do you attend church regularly? Mm-hmm. And we never classified if we should ask this question, Yvonne, during the dating stage or the courting stage. 
Um, I think it's part of the dating stage, you know, because that's, like I said, you're getting to know each other and things like that, you know, what they do in their everyday life. Um, so I think that should be asked in, um, in, the, in the dating portion of mm -hmm. the beginning of whatever, if this relationship is going to continue on. Um, just for the simple fact, it can open up to other questions also that the, you may want to know, you know, if he attends church, what church? Is it a Christian church? Is it, um, you know, it's so many denominations and things out there that might be important to her to know, you know what I mean? Um, if she wants to be a part of, you know, if she ends up dating said person and they're going into courtship, um, it depends on is she going to be joining his church or is he going to be joining hers? Like there's a lot of things, you know, is he willing to leave his church? You know, mm -hmm. because once you become one, you know, you, it, we have said it before, I think a couple episodes back where you should be attending the same church as a family. That's um, right. Yeah. So I obvious. Yeah. The obvious question for me would be like, yeah, dating for sure. Um, because maybe yeah. she's looking for another church. Maybe she's left her church and she's looking for another church to join. Um, and maybe, you know, you can start doing said things that happens at that church. You know, we have a singles ministry at our church um, that they have offer, you know, events and stuff during the week. So, you know, just little things like that. So, yeah, most definitely dating. The dating stage. Okay, I like that. And I agree with you. That, you know, question, do you attend church regularly? That can lead into so many other sub questions, mm -hmm. like you said inquiring about you know one's denomination inquiring if they're part of a small group you know are you just attending on holidays or are you attending every sunday you or know every i call sunday? them holiday christians boy we got them yeah call, well that's my name for them guys it's no judgment it's a joke but i do call them holiday christians the ones that show up on easter and christmas and new year's eve service <laughs> and we're so happy you're there praise the lord so keep yes, coming if that's you so keep coming it's a joke. I love it. I, that's what I say. And I call my old saints, my seasoned saints. I have names for them all. Um, mm -hmm. But it's all out of love, though. It's all out of love. Um, because yes. in a way, they're still they're still attached to the faith, even if they're holiday Christians. Um, so, yeah, they still know the reason why they're coming to church. Exactly. Hello? Yes. And that's the thing. When we're attending church regularly, um, we're we're pretty much it's almost like attending school. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When we go, when you were in, in grammar school, grade school, things like that, or whatever, college, whatever, that was something you did uh, regularly because there was something there that you were trying yeah. to learn. So Absolutely. a man that, or even a woman that attends church right on a regular basis, basis, excuse me, they're gaining a full understanding of how to be led by God, how to yes. follow God how to improve their spirituality, how to live their lives better. Now, true, let's let's be honest, there are some people that attend church Sunday after Sunday and their lives are still a hot mess. They don't know how to treat people. They're evil. They're mean, things of that yeah. nature. So just yeah. because you uh, attend church regularly does not mean that you're automatically, you know, displaying fruit, you know, mm -hmm. the fruits of the spirit and that yeah. you're following Christ and things of that nature. However, for the most part, people that I see and I witness attend church regularly and then they're doing and we're going to get to that question in a minute they're doing church outside of the building hello 
Those are the people that when they're attending church on a regular basis, you can be, you can begin to see that fruit in their lives, that Mm -hmm. patience, that kindness, that, um, that love, that gentleness, things like that. Um, And then also those are the ones that I have seen that know how to uplift the fellow believers, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And and help others grow in their faith. And they also are the ones getting involved in, like I said, the small groups and um, in the Bible studies and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Um, So that I agree, Yvonne, definitely is a question that should be asked during the dating stage. Also, do you attend Bible study? We kind of, you know, that goes into attending church on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, do you um, go ahead? No, I say because yeah, because um, I mean, if you're a part of a, a a regular church, you know, like you attend in regular regular services every Sunday or whatever, you know, if you're in a Bible study, you're actually trying to understand what your faith means. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So he's able to apply the biblical lessons that's in the Word to his life. That's right. That's right. Yeah, He's taking it a step further than Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, you know, Sunday morning, you don't get to raise your hand like, excuse me, Pastor, you know, I got a question. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you can't. About that the other, but, uh, at our small group, he was like, you better not shoot your hand up in Sunday service. Pastor, I'm going to look at you like, you got questions during service? <laughs> I actually seen somebody do that once in church. And you know what? Praise the Lord for that person. Because he was somebody that my husband and I, a mutual friend of ours, we had been trying to get to church forever. And he was like, mm-hmm. I ain't going to no church on this side, the other, da, da, da. And so we had a, um, we had a little uh, oh, church event or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then he came, you know, the following Sunday after attending one of the church events that we had outside the church. And he, I couldn't even believe it. Like, I was like, oh my God, I've he never really rose his hand. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen them before. <laughs> but you know what, though? Our our pastor um, was so gracious, you know, and loving. You know, it was just yeah. like, no, I'll talk to you after service, whatever question you have or whatever. He did just like totally disregard the guy. Yeah. But that's why, to your point, Yvonne, that Bible study is so important because yes, now yes. as a man, you know, he's demonstrating if he does attend Bible study that mm-hmm. he's really um he's really taking it further. He's really wanting to know more about um, the word. Um, and same thing as far as being part of a small group, um, mm-hmm. you know, church is a community as well. Ladies, yes. you guys know that, you know, it's not a clubhouse or anything like that, but in a sense, it is a community could, where yes, we should amen. all as Christians be able to come and socialize and support one another. When amen. I'm disconnected from the church meeting, you know, if I have to miss a Sunday for whatever reason, I feel like, like I'm, you know, I'm missing something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what's going on in my church family. And and I should have that feeling um, because church in church, you really should have a community, a place where you can build relationships and have a sense of belonging. And like Yvonne said, also that support system when you need it. Like yeah. if you're having some issues in your relationship, why do we need to go to the world for counseling and nothing against, you know, counseling, because that is God gave all of us gifts and counseling is one of them, but we should also have that tool in the church where if we need spiritual, yes, a spiritual counselor that can also speak to the secular things in this world. um, You know, we, we have that as a resource in our church. Um, And um, also when we're going through stuff, you know what I mean? When uh, a a person loses their mother or their father or, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever, a close relative in death. 
Yes, someone that they can um, go to to have that, you know, that bereavement and that that uplifting and things like that. So um, it's it's beyond just okay. Do you attend church regularly? You're at this point, ladies, by asking this question, you're asking him what type of community and education are you building for yourself? Mm, That's good. Yeah. So, all right. So we're going to move on to the next question, Yvonne. How important is your faith in your life? It somewhat, you know, is a continuation from what we just talked about before. But um, now we're talking about outside of the church walls. How important is your faith in your day-to-day life? Yvonne, should a woman ask this question during the dating stage or the courting stage? I believe it should be dating. Um, Mm, Because like I... Yeah, and the reason why I say that is because, um, well, like we said, our, our our faith isn't just supposed to be confined to Sunday morning. Our faith is supposed to be oozing out of us in every aspect. And as she is dating him, she should be seeing the displays of his faith. That's right. The you word says I mean? you can tell a tree by the fruit that it bears. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So... If he's, um, and also you can see if it's a front or not, because hmm. uh, eventually the mask will fall off and it's going to erupt in some ways if he's thinking like, you know, he's holier than now and things like that. And I, I don't mean to use that word loosely like that, but we have some that act a certain way in church, but then when you see them outside and they're not, it's not saying that they have to be perfect, but the, the it, it don't it don't look the same it don't mm. it's not even cohesive it, wow. it's not even a flow it's like you're totally a different person at your nine to five than you are in church from 12 to two so and that would make me think that's why i say in dating because if i'm looking and i'm seeing that his uh his faith and stuff is not aligning in his everyday life it's like i, I don't know I don't know. You tell me you go to church and things like that, but your fruit don't show that. That's that's so real. It's interesting because my bishop said during one of the services, he said, who are you after you go home? Mm-hmm. That's exactly. He just left it there just like that. Yeah. Who are you when you go home? Yeah. Are you the same person as you said, Yvonne, that he, this would have said, are you the same person that we see right now? Mm-hmm. Or when you get home, are you mean? Are you vicious? Mm-hmm. Are you rude? Are mm-hmm. you an antagonizer? Like he mm-hmm. went down the list. Mm-hmm. Who are mm-hmm. you when you go home? And that's so yeah. you broke that down so perfectly because people can put on a show. Mm-hmm. Like I heard a while ago, someone say, when you meet a person, know that you're not meeting them. You're meeting their representative. eventually Mm -hmm. the true them will show up Mm -hmm. but when you first meet a person I don't mean like that first initial meeting I'm talking about those first few months Mm -hmm. you know what I mean they're going to continue to put on that charade of who you who they want you to believe they are yeah but like I tell my children your reputation is who people think you are your character that's who you truly are Mm -hmm. and eventually if you stay around a person for a while like you just said Yvonne Mm -hmm. that 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 representative is going to show up late yeah and and that true character is going to come out and you're going to be like wait a minute hold on who are you do you got like some split personality thing going on Mm -hmm. because this is not the same person that I just met or I've been dating for the last two or three months so I love that you say 
ask this question during the during, dating stage yeah. because also, like you said, Yvonne, more is caught than taught. So mm-hmm. regardless of what this man says about how important his faith is, and then this goes back to the first question or how often he attends church, mm-hmm. how he's living his life. And like Yvonne said, not, not, not saying he's got to be like perfect and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but if he's somebody that's you know, like Yvonne, you talked about this in a, it's believe uh, episode number one, but someone that doesn't know how to really control their anger, mm-hmm. they get set off quickly by mm-hmm. the littlest things. Do mm-hmm. um, you go out to dinner and mm-hmm. they don't tip the waiter or the waitress? Okay, mm-hmm. hello. Or the they don't tip. forgot their water and they're ready to just report to management. Like yes, they just forgot the water. Or they're just rude or Mm -hmm. arrogant to people at the drive-thru. You know, I look at how people Mm -hmm. treat those that are, they feel like are less than them. Yeah. How do they treat people of other races, other Mm -hmm. cultures? Yeah. That's a, you know, that's a huge thing for me, Yvonne, Mm -hmm. because I was raised to be open-minded and to be inclusive to all races and cultures. Yeah. That's the way we were raised. You know what I mean? I, w- I never segmented people because of their race or, you know, mm-hmm. things of that nature. So is he someone that believes that he's more superior because he's black, white, Mexican, Puerto Rican than everybody else? Mm-hmm. You know, those are the things that when we talk about how important is your faith in your life that they're living out day to day? Yeah. How do they hold on? How do they treat their mother? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a huge one right there. because. If the word says that if you need to honor your father and your mother so that you may have long days in the earth and they treat their mother, the, the head woman of their life, the woman that they, they birthed them disrespectfully, mm-hmm. honey, if you think he's going to treat you any better, you are wrong. You are wrong, yeah. wrong, wrong. <clears throat> I have never met a man, Yvonne, who has treated his mother like crap that knew mm-hmm. how to respect and treat a, a, treat a woman well. I never see yeah. Also, too, I want to um, double back on because I just want to clarify some things. And it's going to tie into two things. Um, when we talked about how are you from uh, at church and then at home, how are you? And the only reason why I, I say this is because I, I, I'm, 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 I'm raising my hands. I was in church. I've been protesting the witness right here. I am a witness because I was said person that was um i would go to church and then i would still be me like who the world the the secular me you know and i'm just going to use that word just so we can decipher the two um but it the only reason why was that and we're going to go back to the other question was did i attend church regularly because Mm, i was not attending church regularly I was not able to apply the biblical lessons to my life because I was not at church regularly getting fed. So because I was not at church getting fed the right way, come on spirit, because I was not getting fed at the church the right way, I was not seeing the changes in my life. Once surrender happened and I started going to church faithfully, Hmm. being a part of, growing family of, and what I mean of small groups, Bible studies, building bridges with the women at my church, that stuff started trickling over into my everyday life. My spirit changed. People saw the light of me change. My, my tone changed. My language changed. All that stuff changed. So the fruits started to grow. 
So ladies, it's very imperative when you say, when you ask, do you attend church regularly? Regularly, sorry, ladies. Because transformation only can happen if he allows the Lord to work through him. So I, I just wanted to put that out there. So that, that, that's, that's very important. That question for me tied with Bible is important mm -hmm. because that's when true transformation happens. You are 100% correct, Yvonne. I felt every word of that. When we attend church on a regular basis, as Yvonne mm -hmm. just said, the Holy Spirit, the Bible says that where two or three are gathered in my name, there mm -hmm. I am in the midst. Yep. So when you, when we are in a house of believers, in a house of worship, mm -hmm. whether it's Sunday morning, Bible study, small group, what have you, mm -hmm. we have to remember that the Holy Spirit is also Amen. in the midst. And the Holy Spirit is the only one that can penetrate and change hearts. Yep. So as the Holy Spirit, as we're in the midst of those believers, as he begins to penetrate and change our heart, mm -hmm. what then happens is when we go home, yep. that is where we really begin to um, grow, mm -hmm. grow those seeds and begin by living out that faith. For example, you know, reading our Bible and yep. praying on a regular basis. Nobody Prayer. from the church should be mm -hmm. calling us up, asking us that we read our Bible and pray today. You know, you I don't know no I don't know no pastor that does that, Yvonne, that calls up his his congregation <laughs> like, did you read your Bible and pray today? Nobody does that. That is something that our pastor is expecting us Thank as you. the yep. body of Christ to do when we are not in the midst of one another. Yep. Because that is when when Yvonne, you talked about the sustainability piece of the faith, that's where that comes in at. We become to, we begin to get rooted. When we're Amen. taking those additional steps outside the church to strengthen and magnify that faith. And then we go back to the church to be poured in some more, take what we hear there, go mm -hmm. back home, break that thing down, break that thing, you know, break that thing down, allow that to begin to penetrate our heart, meditate on it, things of that yep. nature, add to it, go back, get more, you know, that's the way that it works. So when a man talks about, you know, the, how important his faith is to his life, to your, to your point, Yvonne, a lot of it is you're going to be able to see because of what he does on a day to day. So again, mm -hmm. ladies, he can tell us anything. He can tell, Oh I, man, God, that's my dude. I love the Lord. Um, he didn't brought me through some stuff and, and, you know, woo -woo -woo. that may be true, but yep. Have you allowed him, like Yvonne just said, have you surrendered and have you allowed him to change your life, mm -hmm. you know, or are you still um, okay with being who you were when you were of the world mm -hmm. and just going to church to say you go to church? Mm -hmm. So yep. that is a real question because then that's going to actually trickle down on, you know, what are your, you know, what are your spiritual views on financing debt, tithing, mm -hmm. leadership? If you're, if the man's views regarding uh, his finances, how he manages his finances, how he manages his, uh, his debt, um, you know, mm -hmm. whether or not he pays his bills, ladies, yeah, <laughs> um, you know, if he's a giver, if he's a tither, if he gives to the kingdom of God, all of that should align with what he's learning and walking out, you know, as far as his, his faith, mm -hmm. what he's walking out in his faith. If he's, if he says that he's walking out his faith, um, but he is um, not properly managing his money, you know, 
there's some there's some growth that's needed there because that's mm-hmm. biblical. We should not be in debt. The Bible says that we should be the head and not the tail, the lender, not the borrower. That yeah. we're slave to the lender. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, the Bible talks about that. He talks about you know properly managing our money. Go to the book of Proverbs if you don't believe me. It's all in there. It talks about giving. Giving is all throughout the Bible from uh, tithing, yeah. talking about tithing in Genesis, all the way to uh, pretty much the book of Revelations. Mm-hmm. So um this what we're speaking right now when it's talk about what we're talking about you know determining a man's spiritual views on finances debt and you know tithing money management what have mm-hmm. you um it all ties back to him walking out his faith if he's not walking out his faith but he's saying that he is a true believer that attends mm-hmm. church regularly either he mm-hmm. needs to go to a different church because he's yeah. not being taught the fullness of the word or mm-hmm. there's a disconnect there Lee. Yep. And you're probably wondering, like, well, what does that have to do with anything? Well, I'm asking you a question. If you want to own a house, <laughs> you got to have, and he's got to have some good credit. Yep. Y'all got to have, y'all going to need some money. Yep. So if he's not properly managing his money um, and he's not a tither, if you don't want the blessings of the Lord to just overtake you, mm-hmm. like the Bible says, give and it shall be given to you and good measure pressed down, shaken together, overrunning, will men give into your life. The more you give, the more he's go- you're, He's going to give on to you. So mm-hmm. if he's not practicing that principle, I don't want to live off the bare minimum. That's just mm-hmm. me. Maybe I'm a crazy Christian, but that's not how I want to live. I want yeah. the Lord's. So- fullness and thereof amen and a man that is truly living out his faith because his faith is important to him he's going to understand all of that and again this message is for christian women and this is for christian women that are truly serious about living and abiding by the word of god not because it's a book of rules but because it's a book of wisdom and Mm -hmm. it's showing us and telling us how we can live in a, a full and abundant life here on this earth and Amen. a man that is truly serious about his faith, he understands that. He mm-hmm. understands that. Um, then it goes into, Yvonne, I love that you uh, talked about living the double life. This is, oh mm-hmm. man, this is a good topic. Living that double life. Because, you know, he may be telling you that he's a Christian. He may be telling you that he attends church regularly, that he prays regularly, that he reads his Bible regularly. <laughs> but his family and friends don't even know he's oh, a Christian. Oh, his mama know. Like I said, his mama knows the true self. Mm-hmm. If anybody don't know, his mama gonna know. And if his mama don't know he a Christian, he ain't no Christian. Period. <laughs> his mama he don't know. He ain't, ain't no Christian. Know. Mm-hmm. You start having a conversation with his mama and talking about, yeah, uh, Bobby attended church. You're gonna be like, what church? <laughs> Bobby don't attend no church. And that's how some mama's gonna say, because that was show me me and someone came and he's like, Oh, they were said he was at church or whatever. Said whatever, and I, I'll turn around like, "Oh, mine? You show? Like I, you talk about so- a, another person named Xavier? I mean, you, you got to be talking about somebody yeah, else. My yeah. son don't attend church. You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? So mm-hmm. I get that though. I get that if his mama mm-hmm. don't know he's Christian, he ain't no Christian. But it's just it's the, it remains the same, Yvonne, about what you were just saying about living that double life. Yeah. Now everybody in your church know you Christian. Now they some mm-hmm. some probably even think you're on the deacon board, and then you go home <laughs> and don't nobody even know you a Christian. Yeah. Nobody even know that you believe in Jesus. Nobody because that's not what you. I'm not saying yes, you got to be going around slapping people with Bibles and stuff like that. I'm Spray not saying holy no. water all on people. That's yeah, not what we talk throwing about. water and uh, oil on people. No. But it's yeah. your fruit. 
it's, it's your, your you fruit. Should. Like, for example, yeah. if somebody says something that disrespects your faith, oh, yeah. you say, does he say something? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because a man that's living out his faith, he's not going to let nobody disrespect his God, especially when you know how good God has been to you, mm-hmm. how he could have, should have, would have, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to let nobody just put their mouth on your God. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And you know, Yvonne, I know you are for real, for real about that. And you know, I've put folks out of my house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to, you're, you're not going to disrespect my, my God. And disrespect God in my house. Absolutely Especially not. after all he's done for me. Come on now. So if a man, if his family, his friends don't know he's Christians, ladies, that's mm-hmm. a red flag. And mm-hmm. also watch how he acts around his family and friends Mm -hmm. because if he's not displaying the fruits of the spirit around his family and friends that he displays around you in private Mm -hmm. that's a red flag Mm -hmm. that means that he's living a double life and now you got a question does he already have a secret family does he you know i'm saying what else is what else is he hiding yeah what else is he hiding because you know there's a lot of things it's i mean We've seen a lot, you know, growing up, you know, from where we've come from. And mm-hmm. we've seen people play two sides of the track before, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so we most definitely need to pay attention of how they re- relate to family and friends. Because it's like, and I know sometimes when you get around family, there's a sense of comfortability that happens because, you know, it's your family and you land like all your guard down. However, you should also know the difference between, you know, a man of God and then a man who's perpetrating who he is, especially if, you know, he's getting around his family or whatever. And of course, it's going to be more laid back, more comfortable. But if you're seeing that the way that he talks, the words that he's using, Mm -hmm. um, is he a little bit more aggressive in his tone Mm. when things come up, when, you know, that, that are, uh, not up to his ideal or whatever. If someone in the family owes him money, how is he reacting? Because um, I know for grabbing me, him by the collar and rushing yeah, him up. you know what I mean. <laughs> like, because I know when we, I know, and I think you are the same way. When I give money to my family, I'm not expecting any of that back. That is me to give. Because I had told, uh, I, th- I was talking to my friend the other day, and I was like, you know, back in the day, I was like, I want my money, I need my money. But then as I got older, and as I continue to walk in my faith or whatever, if they're having a hard time and they're coming to you asking for money, why would I create a deeper hole for them to give that said money back if they needed it? So I just give to give, you know what I mean? I don't expect it back. That's right. My bishop said a while ago, he said, you don't, don't give away money that you need back. Mm-hmm. Don't borrow people money, bless people with money. Mm-hmm. Because yes. to your point, Yvonne, they are already in dire situations. That's why mm-hmm. they're asking you for help. Mm-hmm. So don't put yourself in a dire situation if you know that you're going to need that money back. Exactly. And they can't give you that money back. Mm-hmm. He said you bless people with money. You yeah. don't borrow money. So yeah. I feel that. But then, you know, you might have a man and you know, Bobby owe him fifty dollars and he's been waiting to see Bobby yeah. and Bobby shows up at the family barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> and now he didn't rough Bobby up because Bobby's been owing him that fifty dollars for three years. 
you know? And so you got to be careful, ladies. I mean, seriously, yeah. and he could have just chalked that up. And yeah, Bobby went out and bought a new Lexus, true. But mm-hmm. let God handle that. You know what yeah. I mean? Because people will try to get over on you too. You know that what I'm saying? Try to take too. advantage of you, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But God, he fights our battles. And so mm-hmm. that's what I'm talking about. And I'm sure, I know that's what you're talking about as well, Yvonne. We're talking about the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. Understanding that the fruits of the spirit, God's yeah. got to, he's going to fight my battle. He's going to take care of that. Now, am I going to give Bobby another $50? Probably Absolutely not. not. <laughs> the Lord's going to have to literally come down from heaven <laughs> and tell me face to face that I need to borrow Bobby more money or give Bobby more money because I'm not giving Bobby no more money because obviously Bobby's not a man of his word. He can't give no. me my money back. So um, Bobby was $50 been... short on his down payment on his Lexus and that's what he needed me for. <laughs> yes. And, and so it's like, no, I'm not giving Bobby no more money. But, but Seriously, in all seriousness, ladies, this is what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Just watching that character, watching Mm -hmm. that who he is when, you know, the the church organ stops, the door Mm -hmm. shut, he goes home. Pay attention to that. And again, does this mean that the man has to be perfect? Does this mean that the man can't have a beer? Does this man mean that the man, you know what I'm saying? No, Mm -hmm. that's not what none of that means. Mm -hmm. But if the man has an alcohol problem and he gets drunk and he gets belligerent Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, then that's an issue. Yeah, that's That's a huge issue. Yeah, that's a problem. So, for sure. yeah, pay attention to whether or not, you know, his friends know he's Christian. And then also pay attention to if his family and friends support his faith, you know what I mean? And ask him, you know, do your family and friends support your faith? Because that's important. We just talked about, you know, why attending church on a regular basis is important because you, you're building that sense of community within mm-hmm. the church, right? You're building mm-hmm. that sense of spiritual family within mm-hmm. the church. But then also it's important to have family and friends that support your faith like mm-hmm. me and Yvonne we're sisters we're sisters in Christ yeah. but we're real sisters you know what I'm yeah. saying we're blood sisters we're blood and sisters. so it's so important to have people in your family that support your faith even Yvonne you know you have your girlfriends you may walk at different you know spiritual mm-hmm. um le- be at different spiritual levels but mm-hmm. you have your girlfriends nonetheless that support you mm-hmm. and your sobriety and all the things that you yeah. do and that's a blessing and so but just think if you didn't tell them you were a Christian. They be, you know, try to turn up and feed you stuff and do stuff that you're trying to stay yeah. away from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's because you're honest about, you know, who you are, you're authentic about mm-hmm. who you are. They're still um, accepting and welcoming to that. And so mm-hmm. if a man, if he can't get that support from his family and friends, it's times like that, Yvonne, that a man will revert back to, uh, who mm-hmm. he was to still feel like he mm-hmm. belongs within, you know, said friends yeah. and family. I, I um, get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, versus, you know, being able to truly, you know, live a, mm-hmm. a different life, live the life that, you know, God has uh, converted him to live. So I don't know, man. It's, well, it's I'm also going to go take it to the next level because also too, does your family and friends uh, support your faith? Let's say they don't. Um, and, and we've had like, you know, we had a woman's conference at our church and two ladies had stood up and said that they have family members that don't and then they cut them off, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're you're entertaining a, a man, not to say that it's his fault, but know that he doesn't have any family connection right now. So whatever uh, relationships he is going to establish is important to him because that, his ooh, faith good. is, in, yeah, because his faith is important. His family's cut him off. You know, he's dealing with some stuff there. And we need, as women, we need to be sensitive to that because if he's coming into the fold and y'all get to uh, 
from dating to courting, your family is now going to be his family. And so we need to make sure women that we also are a support system when we encounter a man whose family has now cut him off because he stands in his faith in Christ. So, you know, you have to be willing, are you willing to do that? Uh, because he might come in with some baggage himself of, of abandonment, but mm. he's standing firm in his faith with God. And he's knowing that he, he's right where he should be because he knows his God is true. So that's wow. You know what, Yvonne? Wow. That man, that is so real because mm-hmm. I have heard women say it and mm-hmm. I'm sure men experience it more than what they say because, you know, men don't keep yep. things bottled up. Yep. But this Christian walk, this faith walk can be a lonely walk. Mm-hmm. And when, especially when you have, when you used to be somebody else, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe everybody on this uh, audience that's listening, maybe they ain't like us, Yvonne, where they were, you know, they came from that different path. They mm-hmm. had their road of Damascus, mm-hmm. you know, I like to call it, where God had to literally stop them in their tracks and mm-hmm. totally did a uh, 180 on their life where they yeah. were they're no longer who they used to be and and you have people from your past whether it be your family or your friends mm-hmm. that they don't get that conversion yep. that transformation that has happened in you and it begins to be lonely because like you said either a they cut you off or mm-hmm. you cut them off because you understand that they're not good for you. They're mm-hmm. toxic to you. Mm-hmm. They're going to have you go back and go back to things that you know that you, you know, God has spared you from it. God mm-hmm. has, you know, delivered you from. Right. And so it begins to be a lonely walk. And so to your point, Yvonne, when, when a man does find that woman and mm-hmm. she is a woman of faith and he does yes. see that she maybe has that Christian community and those yep. Christian friends and, you know, that family mm-hmm. that supports her, he is going to want to cling mm-hmm. to that. Yep. And He's so that's a want to build that. Yep. Yeah. And that's a very vulnerable state that that man's going to be in. Mm -hmm. So ladies, it's, oh, that, that right there, Yvonne, I didn't even look at it from that perspective, but it's so true. Ladies, we got to be mindful of that. Mm -hmm. We got to be mindful that, you know, we have to be very careful with people Mm -hmm. that are um, Christians, that are Christians, because there's, there's hurt along this journey, this Christian walk, Oh, especially if you're serious about, you know, wanting to live right and do right by the Lord, not because, you know, you're just, oh, I'm scared. I'm going to go to hell with that, too. But um, <laughs> but, you know, that God has been too good for you, good, too good to you. Mm-hmm. And you want to show him your gratitude by mm-hmm. living the way that he ultimately and initially designed for you to live. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's not always with a support. So knowing where that man's family and friends stand as far as, you know, how they support him is so, wow, that's so important. Mm -hmm. And I'd like Yvonne that you said that we need to ask that initial question. How important is your faith in your life at that dating stage? Mm -hmm. Because ladies, ultimately what he shares with you and also what he shows you Mm -hmm. is really going to be fundamental in deciding if you should pursue and move to the courting stage. Ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm. All right. So Yvonne, we're getting ready to wrap this thing up. So Amen. last question, where do you stand on premarital intimacy? I've got to ask, I already know what you're going to say, but um, well, we dating already. or courting? <laughs> we have stage? two different views on this one already because you don't want nobody sticking your tongue in your mouth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. No, not you if we're not. That. You said it. You said it on the previous one. Yes. If we're not exclusive and we're just dating, no. I need to ask this question. For me, I need to ask this 
question during the dating stage. Yeah, what I, I would ask. Yeah, I would ask during the dating uh, uh, stage or whatever, just to make sure we're on the same level because some people's um, perception of what int- intimacy looks like is different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to make sure we're on the same page. You might get a Hallmark kiss. You know what I mean? Maybe you won't get the tongue. You may get a Hallmark kiss. And we've all seen Hallmark. You get that one kiss at the very end and it's just a kiss on the lips and then it's over. It's no longevity. It's no all this. And yet you get a Hallmark kiss. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Every actress on Hallmark calls it the Hallmark kiss. Um, <laughs> just a simple kiss you know, and things like that. And it doesn't transpire beyond that um, until you're ready to, you know, go into courting and then exclusiveness comes in, right? But you're still not married. So then you have to like have the discussion of celibacy, you know? You want to make sure where does he stand? Has he been celibate all his life or is he now practicing celibacy because now he's found the Lord? Because- Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so there, there is, um, they call them the born again virgins. That's what I've heard them called. Um, so yeah, so that's a conversation too. And how long has this person been celibate? You know, is he celibate for five years? Is he just now practicing celibacy like for five months? And now you might be a distraction because I understand some people who practice celibacy or whatever. They just want like a companionship. They really don't want a relationship, but they do want the male-female companionship. So it's like these are a lot of questions that should be asked um, in a dating period or whatever. Just see where you are. No confusion. I think when we go into things with blinders on, we fall into the assumption of we we, we thought this was what it was, Mm -hmm. but did you ask? No. So now you've created a, a dynamic um, in your just dating scene or whatever and you can tend to make somebody else uncomfortable because I don't know which way this person is leading to does this person want me to kiss them does this person you know want to be alone does this person you know like romantic things without having the sex like it's just a whole bunch of mixed up feelings um, involved when we're talking about intimacy. So absolutely, I'm asking during a dating question because I'm not that's, thinking celibacy. I mean, courtship uh, uh, and wait for that question. You should already ask that. Yeah, for sure. I 100% agree. We need to be on the same page as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't believe that you guys should wait to do, you know, at least to have sex until mm-hmm. marriage, that goes take back to uh, where you, how, how do you live out your faith in your life? Yeah. Because obviously you're not strong, you know, you're not um, strong in that area as far as mm-hmm. living your faith out in your life because you think it's okay to have yeah. premarital sex, you know what Especially I mean? Especially someone's so, pushing me into something that doesn't make me feel good, you know what I mean? If, if I'm getting pushed, like if I feel like he's pushing me, then it's like, Where's that conversation we had at XYZ? You know where I stand. You know what I mean? I bring stuff out the register, the receipts. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, what happened to that conversation we had said then? And now you're pushing me. You know what I mean? So, yeah. No, that's, that's real because exactly that point, Yvonne. Now it's like, okay, we've already talked about this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You so, know where I stand. Yep. Yeah. So this shouldn't be a surprise to you mm-hmm. at all that I feel this way. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you need a reminder. I don't know, but let me remind you real quick that that's not where that's not what's up. You know what I'm saying? That's not where I'm at. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and with that, you know, it's asking, you know, what does purity in a relationship mean to you? Meaning ladies that when 
you are ready to move on to that courting stage or even that marriage stage. Is this person ready to be exclusive, Mm -hmm. meaning not just sexually exclusive, but are they ready to be mentally committed, emotionally committed Mm -hmm. to just you? You know what I mean? Emotionally. I'm glad you said that. Because if they're not, you know, that's still adultery, especially if you're married. You know what I mean? If if a man Mm -hmm. can't be emotionally tied to just you, if he needs to seek attention from other females to Mm -hmm. make him feel like he still has it or, you know, whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. that is not purity. That's not purity in your relationship at all. That is adultery. That is still adultery. Mm -hmm. If a man is emotionally tied to someone else, if he's flirting, sending, Mm -hmm. um, what do they call it? Sex texts or whatever they call them. That sex, uh-huh. what do they call it? sex texting? Sexting. Sexting. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. If he's doing things like that, inboxing females, um, mm-hmm. flirting with his co talking to him under comments. Um, yeah. Cause social media is, I, I'm glad you said that because people get it confused. Well, it's just social media. I don't know this person in real life at eh, stop. I don't have boo boo the fool written across my face. You're not about to play me with that because a lot of, and women too but you know we're going to say men I mean because we're on here but women too that they think that it's social media and it's not a physical person that it's not real cheating anytime you are putting yourself and tying yourself to somebody else outside of your relationship that is cheating 100% (laughs) you might not think it in your head but you're cheating that person you should not be entertaining any person of the opposite sex when you are in a committed relationship period and that's and that's exactly why i pose this question what does purity in a relationship mean to you because i could have said you know being exclusive you mm-hmm. know being committed things but i said purity because that means that it's not tainted that mm-hmm. means that there's um it's it's authentic it's real Mm -hmm. it's um it's clean it's Mm -hmm. not it's 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 just pure you know what I mean Mm -hmm. that is so important for a woman to get a clear understanding of because if this man is not ready to hang up his player hat if he's not ready to you know Mm -hmm. stop entertaining uh you know other women um if he is not one that knows how to push off women that try to push up on him because sometimes Mm -hmm. it's not that the man is you know looking to you know on the prowl Mm -hmm. there's a lot of scandalous women out here now ladies too that'll be quick especially a married man because Mm -hmm. they're like well he's already married i don't really have to commit to him so you know established if he's married that means he's established that means he has the money he in in most cases yes he's already established (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah disclaimer in most cases that means he has the money, he has the car, he's stable, but she doesn't have to deal with all the other stuff, but he can also be able to provide for her if she needs it. I look at it like that too. You know what I mean? How some Or of these he could women... just be a boy toy. You know what I mean? Because some yeah. women just want that boy toy and they don't want that commitment. And by messing around yeah. with a married man, they know he eventually has to go home and be with his family. Yeah. So once they're done playing with you like a toy that they put on the shelf, they expect you to go home and they'll see you again next weekend. So there are women that out here that are like that. Mm-hmm. And but, if yeah. he doesn't know how to push that off and mm-hmm. say, I'm a married man, or, you know, I won't even, won't even get into what we talked about this past weekend that I witnessed. Yeah. But uh, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you have to be able to, as a, uh, as a man, he has to be able to, you say know, no. say no. 
say no and not fall into that temptation. Because again, mm-hmm. going back to the book of Proverbs, it speaks about the adulterous woman, the woman. and yes. the mother of King um, King Solomon is telling mm-hmm. her son to watch out for these particular type of women. Mm-hmm. And it is yeah. it is so crazy to me, Yvonne, when I read that book, when I read the book of Proverbs, how there was so much scripture that talked yes. about the, the trifling woman. The and woman. I'm just going to yes. say it just like that. I, I read it too. There was, what do you, uh, I know the Proverbs, it's like she look, watches out her window and looking looks. for, yeah, looking mm-hmm. for victims. Yeah. Looking for men that she's going to um, tempt. Devour. Entice, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and ultimately devour. destroy. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Um, get a get an understanding, ladies, on you know where he stands with premarital intimacy, so you guys can know you're on the same page as far as that goes. Whether you're okay with doing the little hallmark kiss, like Yvonne said, or or you know clean. maybe something you know else or whatnot that you know, but it's leave important your clothes to on. yeah, for yeah, leave your clothes on. Leave, <laughs> that's that's the first thing. <laughs> leave your clothes on. Don't get in a situation where you want to take your clothes off. <laughs> And if you do yeah. end up with your shirt off, it's so funny when it says when the when the door closes, look for the open window, jump out the window, ladies. I'm just saying. Hey, because you know what? I just just leave your shirt off. Ma- okay. Just, <laughs> no, I'm just, just saying. No, I'm just saying because we're human and things happen and she might catch herself like I went too far, but she stops herself before she goes off the whole time. Always look at, like when you're on the airplane, when they show you the exits. Always look for an exit strategy. You gotta go, lock yourself in the bathroom. You gotta run out the run out the door. Is the window open? You hit the bushes, do what you gotta do to save yourself. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm so, I know we're over time, but you know, when you just said that, I just thought about something that you talked about on the last episode where you were talking we were talking about, you know, intellectual conversation, how that does something, right? And us. And so, ladies, I just want to say this. Know your triggers, okay? If you know, especially, okay, let's just keep it 100. Yvonne, I know we're past time, but we got to keep it 100 real quick. Because yes. as far as this question goes, because ladies, especially if you are our age in your, you know, early 40s, you know, late mm-hmm. 30s, mid 40s, mm-hmm. um, you have, um, you might be practicing intimacy or uh, abstinence now, celibacy, mm-hmm. celibacy now, but- mm-hmm. A lot of you have been tapped, so um, <laughs> you know what it is. Like you, you know what it is. You know how it feels. You know this is an adult podcast, so we can talk. Yes, about this. you know how it feels. You know the vibration of the body. You know the flow of the orgasm. You know all of that. You know where on your neck is the the, the spot. You know the the. You, I don't want to get too vulgar. I was like, oh, yeah, this I'm is like, a wait a minute, you're hitting like. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, but my my point is, sis, we know, you know what I'm saying? We yeah. know our spots. We yeah. know if we like our toes suck, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that can do something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That can do something. So ladies, you know your triggers, you know your spots. You know if you've had, you know, too much Chardonnay, you know what I'm saying? That that could lead into something else. Or mm-hmm. if you've, you know what I'm saying? Or if you've, um, you know, you're in a, a dark setting with, you know, jazz music and candles mm-hmm. and things, the mood's right, Johnny Gill's on the radio, and you, you know, you're feeling yourself, you're in this sexy black dress, and, mm-hmm. you know, you know those triggers, you know. Or if he's starting to stimulate you intellectually, like we said, you know, we have some women that are, most women are, right? Some, most women um, 
I, I don't want to say all, say, well, generally speaking, most women, for some, it's more of a, a emotional connection, intellectual connection that really triggers us. So ladies, if you're seeing that he's stroking the mind and that's turning you on, you have to leave. Well, he can stroke the mind. No, that's no, great. no. I'm but if it's about to that point, I'm yeah. If, okay. Yeah. I mean, if you guys are together, like intellect, yeah. But no, there's a certain, well, maybe I'm speaking for me then. I don't know. But there's a certain point where, you know, things can flip real fast if you guys are connecting on an, an intellectual level and it's a connection that's vibing, right? Because when we talk about emotional connection, right? Right, right. So yep. if, if you're connecting emotionally because you guys are connecting intellectually and all of a sudden emotionally you're connecting and I'm just speaking for me, maybe I'll lift my hand up. And if you're connecting on an emotional level because of that, Johnny Gill ain't got to be playing on the radio. You know, I I ain't got to be drinking Chardonnay. I, I would, you know what I mean? Be careful of those triggers too. Because whatever you your triggers this, are. Yeah, because, yeah, whatever you're, because if I'm starting to be emotionally connected to you, you're touching my heart. And now yeah. I'm able to let my guard down. I'm tempted, not able, I'm tempted to let my guard down, knowing that I wanted to be celibate, but now things are things are happening. I'm getting touched in my heart. And we all know the, the heart wants what the heart wants. And so we gotta make sure that we're in tune to what, you know, my sis said, all your triggers, all your triggers, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, so, no, yeah. Yvonne, I like that because you're right. I mean, the women, we are emotional creatures. We mm -hmm. do tend to get uh, attached faster uh, in situations and relationships yeah. because of our emotions. Mm -hmm. But that's the part where, because I think that's for all women, whether yeah. it leads to sex or not. But mm -hmm. we sometimes we need to check our emotions, though, because, yeah. again, he could be stimulating our mind. But mm -hmm. all the other red flags to be there. So you could have yeah. an intellectual conversation with me. But if I see that, you know, when Bobby comes to the barbecue, you treat him pretty awful. I still need to be paying attention to that and not just saying, well, yeah, he gave Bobby a black eye at the barbecue. But Bobby deserved it because Bobby owed him that $50 and he stimulates my mind. You know what I mean? So we got to be careful with Mm -hmm. not getting so caught up in our emotions because that's mm -hmm. a lot of what we see today, sissy. Yeah. We see a lot of women that get caught up in their emotions because there's some men that are some smooth talkers. I'm just, let's yeah. keep it 100. They that's are what some I'm smooth saying. talking men. You got it. And, that's what I'm talking and about. And they, these, we as women, we get caught up in that tongue mm -hmm. and we don't look at the other elements. And we're yep. saying now, ladies, it's time to look beyond that. Yep. It's time to look beyond the, the smooth talking smelling uh, cologne smelling mm -hmm. Prada um uh you know uh that uh what's that that that, stride that Obama got that um ah! Or Denzel, well, he old now, but that yes. Denzel walk when he was in the 30s. That walk, down. you know that walk, ladies. Y'all know mm -hmm. that walk. Like we need to get, we need to be get beyond that now. And this mm -hmm. is actually a perfect way for us to close out today, Yvonne, because that again is why we wanted to. The Lord told us to do this podcast, and why mm -hmm. I wanted to be obedient to the Lord and do it because. We got to stop getting caught up in just the, the surface stuff, mm -hmm. the, the yep. stuff that we know has not served us the way um, it should, you know, the way it's supposed to be. It's not, yeah. 
the relationship is not fruitful. It's not turning out to be anything. But yeah. like Yvonne said at the beginning of the podcast of our episode today, we keep dating the same man mm-hmm. with a different face and a different name because we're yeah. not recognizing that. Yeah, he's stroking my ego. Yep, he's tapping mm-hmm. into my in- intellect. Yes, he's mm-hmm. you know he's a, his stroking lips are soft emotions. and he looks mm-hmm. you know he smells good and looks great. Yeah. But all those other things are missing. But you know what I mean? Yep. Like you said, that's what we miss. Yeah. And then we wonder why it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. I have seen, and I'm going to close out with this, Yvonne. um, I have seen in the last two or three years, more women our age get divorced because of things that they already knew and that they're, because the characteristics that their husband already had. Mm-hmm. These women seen that their husbands had these characteristics, yet mm-hmm. and still they still married these men. Mm-hmm. And after a while, they said, "Enough is enough." Mm-hmm. And truthfully, with those characteristics, I agree with these women. I wouldn't have married him in the first place. But yeah. you knew that this person already had these issues, mm-hmm. and yet and still you settled. You mm-hmm. settled for this. Mm-hmm. because you one either thought you could change him mm-hmm. or two there were other characteristics that he possessed that you thought would trump these these nuances mm-hmm. that you identified mm-hmm. but you realized once the marriage got underway mm-hmm. that it wasn't just nuances that you identified these were real serious value conflicts that you had. Mm-hmm. But you chose what was on the surface mm-hmm. versus saying, you know what? This doesn't align with what I believe. This doesn't align with what I want and what I truly desire down the line. So <clears throat> ladies, let's, let's, let's um, stop. Let's stop. Let's choose to do something different. Ooh, and start choose to do something different, yeah. And start using wisdom, mm-hmm. wisdom to date with purpose, so that ultimately we ask the right questions to determine whether or not this thing should go ahead and transition to the courting stage. And during the courting stage, if this thing is worth pursuing, you know, to the to the next level, which is marriage. So next week we're going to talk about. Uh, the natural questions, there's not going to be a lot of them like there were spiritual, but I think the spiritual ones, there had to be more spiritual questions than natural questions mm-hmm. because that's the man's foundation. If that yeah. man doesn't have a spiritual life, he, and let me define spiritual life because I'm not, you know, we ain't going to get into all that other crazy stuff that's out here today. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, does he have a real relationship with Jesus, Jesus. Christ? Yeah, with Jesus Christ. Yeah. Because if he doesn't have that lady, he does not have a firm foundation. Mm. And that's just the bottom line. Oh, yeah. My pastor said that today. Yeah. He, he doesn't have a firm foundation. And if you are a Christian woman and you truly desire to have a firm foundation, this man that does not have a firm foundation, he will destroy your world. Yes. Don't think that you can pull him into your light. Mm-hmm. He will destroy your world. If Think of it this way. If Jesus couldn't even pull Judas into the light. Ooh. Come on now. Don't think that you can change a man that has no desire to be changed. 
Jesus could have changed Judas if Judas had a desire to be saved and changed. But mm. Judas had a desire to be uh, greedy. Mm-hmm. He had selfish ambitions. Mm-hmm. That's why Jesus couldn't change Judas. So don't think that you can change a man that has mm. no desire to be changed. Amen. So Yvonne, that's all I got for us today. Do you want to go ahead and pray us out? Yeah, I'll pray us out. Heavenly Father, thank you for another day. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful and we are are ever in awe of your miraculous work that you do. Yes. Heavenly Father, and I said before, I'm not a pastor or a preacher, but I'm just a willing servant and willing to do the work of the Lord. That's all. That's That's all I'm called to do. And, you know, just cover the voices that are listening to us, male or female. Um, We know the world has changed, but your word has stayed the same. Through generation, through generation, through generation, your word has been true when we stand on truth. Anything beyond your word is not true. So, Lord, um, we pray that you continue to give us the wisdom to pour out into the ones that are listening. I pray that the ones that are listening take the wisdom and apply it to their life. Because sometimes the seeds fall on dead on dead, on dead soil and nothing comes from it. There's no fruit that blossoms from it. So, Lord, I pray that, you know, the seeds that are being, you know, sown into these men or, I mean, women or even the men, I pray that they receive it um, and cover them. We're just trying to make sure that, you know, the covenant of marriage is a sacred thing. Um, Nothing these days is sacred, but we know what you wanted marriage to be, what you wanted in your word, what you wanted marriage to be. So Lord, I ask that, you know, you continue to to guide us, to uplift us, to give us the wisdom. So therefore you in turn um, get all the glory. Yes, so um, as we close, um, I pray that you keep us another week so we can come and do your work again, Jesus. We can come and do your work again and again until you say so. Until you say we're done and we're to move on and we're to do other things. So Lord, just continue to cover us. Um, so I ask all these things. I ask all these things. And I pray no hurt, harm, and danger comes to my sis in Christ. Continue to lift her up. Give her the wisdom and, and, and to let her know that her voices need to be heard too throughout um, over the, the airwaves that we're on. So Lord, I ask you to continue to cover her. So in Jesus, we thank you. We praise you forever and ever because your word is good. Amen. Amen, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us for another episode of the Making It Last Forever Christian Marriage and Relationship Podcast. We will see you next week. Take care. All right. Bye.